Welcome back to another week and another episode of the Jamie J Podcast. Hey, it's your host here, Jamie J. And I know that most people think entrepreneurship is all about having the right idea or being in the right place at the right time. But let me tell you something. There's so much more to it than just that. It takes hard work, determination, creativity, drive, and most importantly, persistence to make your ideas come alive. So if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, Looking for the secret to success? Then buckle up, because we're about to go deep into this one together. I'm a man on fire. Sounds crazy, but I never lose. Oh, you know I'm gonna give it all I got to what I came to do. I'm a man on fire, and my day is overdue. This burn is never gonna stop to what I came to do. I'm a man on fire. Persistence, man, I'm excited. I'm going to start out with a little image here because this image, it's been rolling through my head for like a good week now. And I didn't know why. Mick and I talked earlier in the week and it's like, what are we going to do the show on today? It's like, let's do it on persistence. And when I think persistence, I'd love to know from all of you, how many of you think this? And I'm just going to get it shared up on the screen here just to see what you think. Check this out. How many of you, when you think of persistence, you think of this? Right? Doesn't that just absolutely nail it? Mick, when you see this, what's your thoughts? Straight away, Jamie, when I see that, I'm like, it's exactly the title. You're three feet from gold. You know, just keep going because the, your break could be around the corner. Don't give up when you, you get knocked back the first or the second time. Tweak, learn the lesson, keep going. Like, straight away, this, this image just embodies what persistence means. Absolutely no question whatsoever. It is going. It is going the distance. It's not giving up. See, persistence, I believe, is one of the absolute rock-solid most important keys to business success. I truly, absolutely believe it. Without persistence, man, first little thing comes along. The first little challenge, something pops up, we're, we're down the chute. Instead, go ahead and tap into that persistence. Now, we prepared a couple little notes and stuff like that before. We jumped on, of course, like we always do, prepping for the show. We want to provide the absolute most value. And one of the things that first comes up here is learn how to fight through the tough times and keep on going. Mick, let's talk strategy. Let's talk about what it means to actually fight through those tough times and keep it going. What's your thoughts on that? So for me, everybody will have challenges and tough times in business. Everybody. Uh, it might not be at the start. You might come into a golden idea that just takes off, but there will be a stage in your business career that just will challenge you. And what you need to do straight away is the very first step, I think that's the key is recognizing that. Because once you recognize, oh, hang on a minute, I'm really struggling with this, then you can start to implement strategies, implement things to work on it. And and probably the most powerful uh, strategy is understanding why you did it in the first place, getting back to that passion and that excitement because that why is the fuel that drives you past that tough times. If you don't connect strongly with your why, then you'll really struggle to get past those tough times and be persistent in your business endeavors. Yeah, no question. No question. That why, so incredibly, incredibly impactfully important. If you don't have that why, if you don't have that cause, right, that reason why you're doing it, it's going to be way too easy just to say, ah, I'll get to it tomorrow, or I'll get to it the next day, or I'll get to it some other time, right? That's not persistence. That's procrastination. That's the other P that we're looking to avoid here. P 
Persistence is doing it yeah. no matter what. It's stepping up. It's showing up consistently, constantly, every single little time. How do we do that, though? We've got to have that mindset of unstoppableness, unshakableness, unfuckableness, if that's what you want to call it. We've got to absolutely have that solid mindset in place. What gives you that? What's the real key, the real secret to success for gaining that mindset? It's understanding why you're doing anything. Look, any of us, when we're following a cause, when we have a cause behind something, when we know our why, we will get up. It's why myself, 4.30 in the morning, that's no problem for me. 4.30 in the morning, I look forward to it. I'm launching out of bed. I'm getting on that first commuter train into town. I'm stepping up. I'm getting there, and I'm serving all my clients. See, I do it because I have that passion to absolutely never see business operators, business owners struggling to attain that success. You know, living in those places of stress and all that. I did enough of that for multiple business operators. And my mission, my passion is to never see other business operators struggling with that same stuff again. My why is solid. Let me ask you, Mick, with Awakened Business, right? We're, we're running some names and stuff like that now. But with Awakened Business, your coaching consulting business, What's your why behind it? If you could put it into a few words, what would you say your why is? For me, it's it's about tradies and contractors, and similar to you, most of them start their start their business because they're brilliant technicians. They are great at their job, so they go out on their own to to forge their own path, to set their own. And nine times out of ten, they they buy an expensive job. They're working eighty hours a week. They're you know, working in their business, very similar to you, Jamie. They're just they're operating their business and they haven't created the freedom they set out to. And for me, my mission is to is to create freedom, help help business aiding contractor businesses scale and grow their business and create the freedom they actually desire for when they started their business. It's something that you see too much and it has a huge impact on families and it has a huge impact on there's most trading businesses have got a young family. You know, they sacrifice their young family because they're trying to create freedom for the future, but they don't end up creating it because they they need the skills and the tools and the ideas, and that's what that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. That's what lights me up, and that's why I'm um, doing this full time in a month or time. Yeah, and that's exciting—a big excitement for that right there. I'm so super excited to be able to, you know, what see you grow, see you grow into even more. You've got those clients now, and to be able to double it, triple it, quadruple it—that's freaking exciting. See, what's guaranteeing your success, what's going to make sure that you never have that one procrastination peak, right? And always be in that state of persistence is understanding the reason why you're doing it. Look, we're not in business just because, you know what? Oh, it's, it's a great way to make a quick buck, right? For me, and I know for yourself as well, Mick, it's not about that, you know, big money or anything like that. We're not here to make big money. We're not here to do that. Although a benefit of kicking butt, taking names and helping people out is going to be that income coming in, no question whatsoever. But the truth behind it is we want to make sure that people don't have to have those same struggles that we did. That why it's like me running on nitromethane. It's like me running on the absolute complete top fuel right there. That's where it's going to step up. That's where it's truly going to help me. But let's talk about this. What happens when something doesn't go right? What happens when you've been given all the tools, all the instructions, everything that you've ever needed, but you're in a place where it didn't come through. You didn't get the goals. You didn't get the results. Why don't we just quit? Well, Jamie, then that wouldn't be living your mission and living on purpose. That wouldn't be succeeding in your mission because 
I can guarantee one thing in business, you will get setbacks. There will be times where things don't go to plan. And the most important thing you can take from this show is there's no such thing as failure. There's only lessons to be learned. Learn, Say that one more time. Say that one more time. What went wrong? What can we do to fix it? What can we do better next time? There's no such thing as failure. There's only lessons to be learned. The only time you fail is when you stop trying. Yeah. This is what persistence is all about. Getting up and doing it even when you think you might not want to. I mean, there's tons and tons and tons of great examples of persistence all through history. I mean, you've got your Colonel Sanders with KFC. You've got your Thomas Edison. You've got so many different people who persisted. They faced those failures. They faced those challenges. They faced those struggles. Yet they stepped up and did it. Uh, Thomas Edison, that's 10,000 ways not to build the light bulb. That's really what he was getting out of that. That's one of those big key things. What was he looking to do? He was looking to change the world. He was looking to revolutionize the world. His big why, his big outcome, it wasn't necessarily to build a light bulb. That wasn't the big why. What was he going to do? He was going to usher in a brand new era. That's really what it was. Now, when you've got that kind of fuel behind you, right, the, the, the idea of persistence becomes very simple. It becomes very easy. It's just about pushing through. But let's talk about this for a minute. Other successful entrepreneurs, other successful businesses out there who have, you know, done it, who we've seen, maybe it's the um, a Steve Jobs, maybe it's the Bill Gates, right? Maybe it's the, uh, well, who do we have here? We've got the three boys doing their uh, race for space. We've got Jeff Bezos, we've got Elon Musk, and we've got Richard Branson all, all vying for space. I mean, sure, these guys have had some challenges. These guys have had rockets blow up, all that sort of stuff. But what do you think it is? What do you think the common bond between those three guys is with their quest for going to space? What do you think those most successful success habits are? I think probably the most successful success habits would have to be uh, that asking those questions. What went wrong? What can I do better? Uh, so that you're constantly improving that 1% every day, constant never-ending innovation side of that uh, has to be um, that mindset work in the morning, straight up in the morning. Get your mindset right. What am I going to achieve today? What can I learn from yesterday? Um, whether it's meditation, whether it's whatever you're into, it doesn't have to be that. You know, taking some notes in the morning, set your intentions. This is what I'm going to achieve today. I think those first few morning habits and then that constantly never ending, sorry, constant never ending improvement for first thing in the morning. I think that's, um, has to be one of the keys to success. Yeah. No question about it whatsoever. Look, it's, it's, it's building those habits. I mean, there's lots of people that really talk about habits. Um, Brennan Bouchard, High Performance Habits. He's got some great, great, great information there. Um, seven, uh, seven, uh, seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Another great read right there. Look, the reason I'm talking about habits, right? Atomic Habits. That's another one. Uh, James Clear, Atomic Habits. Absolutely outstanding book. The thing is, is what's great about yeah. habits is you're actually wiring, you're rewiring that brain into setting a new standard for yourself. At first, at first it's challenging. At first it's work. At first it's pushing through. And this is really where that persistence must come into play. Just like that image we popped up on the screen, it's like, ah, you know what? This information's just too hard to learn. I'm just going to stop. When you're right there, literally 30 centimeters, one foot away from that great big diamond mine. This is where we've got to have persistence. Persistence has to become a habit for us. Because when we do things enough, when we do it on a constant, continuous basis, it becomes easier and easier and easier. 
What are we looking for? We're looking for the infamous 10,000. Doing it that 10,000 times where it becomes automatic. Myself getting up in the morning, doing those things, getting into that state, that peak place where I'm ready to go. I'm ready to crush it. I'm ready to rock it. That's literally become a habit because of exactly what you shared, Mick, those morning rituals, taking that time to put myself into that mindset, into that place where I am ready to go. I'm ready to take on any challenge, any adversary that pops up in my way. Now that, that has served me incredibly well. Habits. Let, let, let's talk about your habits. You shared a little bit about the priming, a little bit about getting ready, about doing those things in the morning. Let me ask you, is there anything in particular, looking at all of it, looking at everything you've done, is there one, two, or three that you would recommend the most? If there's only one thing that I could do to develop persistence, develop that nonstop action, what would I do? What, where would you point me to? Look, it's really challenging to put uh, just one. Um, I think probably one of the biggest game changers for me is has been um, exercise in the morning. I used to think I'm not a morning person. I don't exercise in the morning. I'm much better of an evening because I always did sport training of an evening, and and that's where I um, that's sort of where I always exercise. But since probably the last eighteen months, getting up exercise in the morning has been um, it, it really clears the mind, focuses, sets the energy for the day, and gives you another level of energy, a level that I didn't know was possible. Uh, that's probably been the biggest game changer for me. And the other one has to be uh, journaling in the morning, just writing down um, what it is I want to achieve for the day, what could go, you know, what went well yesterday, like a debrief process. Uh, someone just put that in the comments there, you know, what went well, um, what could I do better, what can I learn from that, and uh, what am I grateful for every morning, writing that out, just what went well yesterday. And personal nature could be on business nature, could be anything, you know, like yeah, I really struggled uh, with um, – the two o'clock down up lunch, you know, what could I do better? Don't have a steak for lunch, have something light. You know, it could be anything. It doesn't matter what it is, but and it really creates that habit of self-awareness about being aware of what's around you, what's going on in your life, in your business, and looking at ways to improve that. Because if if you're 1% better tomorrow, you won't notice it tomorrow, but if you're 1% better every single day, you'll look back in a year's time and you'll be hundreds of percent better from where you were. You shared just so much gold there, just absolutely so much gold. And Michelle here, she, she, she's echoing what you said. Exercise in the morning sets you up mentally for the day. Journaling each morning, she's got a great big, big smile there. Of course, right? That's really, truly what it's all about. Setting yourself up for the day, having a habit to do that, persisting and persevering through, making sure that success is your only option. Sounds like a pretty great thing to me. Look, challenge is going to come up. There's going to be days where you don't want to get up, right? The good days, the good days are easy. Let, let, let's really point that out right now. The good days are easy. What the key is here is to have way more good days than those bad, challenging days. But I don't want to dismiss the bad, challenging days. Okay, I don't want to yeah. dismiss those, and I'll tell you why. Because I believe, and maybe you even share this with me as well, it's actually those bad, challenging days, those tough days, those hard days, that actually give us the most growth. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. I'm a huge believer of that. When you have that frustration, that um, those challenging days, it often means that there's a bit of a growth spurt or a, or a breakthrough or, or whatever language you want to use just around the corner and uh, pushing through that, a bit of persistence and a bit of grit and going, you know what, I'm committed to this, I'm going to get up and do it. And going through the motions is often as powerful as those positive days where you bounce out of bed. 
uh, or if not more so. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Go look for those times that are challenging. Like I, I would like to challenge each and every person out there watching this, whether you're watching us live, whether you're watching this after the fact. I want to challenge you to get excited about the challenges. I want to challenge you to go look for those things that are uncomfortable because let's face it, what do we know about the comfort zone? When we're in our comfort zone, it's easy. It's simple, right? I'm not saying look for challenges for every minute of your life. Sometimes we do have to step back and smell the roses. That stuff's gold. I'm not saying everything's got to be a challenge. But instead of looking for the easiest thing, the easiest path, the easy way all the time, what if we took the road less traveled? What if we made the choice to become uncommon among uncommon? Because I'll tell you what, the leaders, uh, whether it's your, you know, one of our mentors, Kerwin Ray, whether it's, you know, the Tony Robbins, the, the whoever it is out there, those people, did they always take the easiest path? Hell no, they didn't. They went and looked for the challenge. They went and looked for the opportunity to distinguish themselves amongst everyone else out there. They chose to be uncommon. What did that take? That took an absolute ton of persistence to get up and do it, especially even when you didn't want to. Now, this brings us into the next point, right? One of the things that we absolutely must develop to be in this mindset, this state, this cognitive belief system is that we absolutely have to learn how to be able to turn on that mindset in a moment. Brother Mick, can you tell us, I know we've talked about it lots, but guess what? Repetition is the master skill. What's your secret for turning on any mindset anywhere, anytime? Uh, Jamie, uh, it's no secret, um, but lots of people don't do it. It's practice. Work out what it is that creates that mindset and practice it. And this might sound, um, I know, woo-woo, whatever to some people, but if you want to be happy, practice being happy. If that means you walk around with a smile on your face or if you walk around laughing all the time, practice so your body knows because i'm going to challenge you this if just pretend to laugh pretend to laugh for 20 30 seconds and guess what will happen your body won't know the difference and you will start laughing and you will be really happy because your brain doesn't know the difference when you're laughing and smiling it's hey I'm, i must be happy oh sweet so then it releases all those happy endorphins all those happy chemicals practice if you want to be focused and you want to be determined and you want to do, practice Think about what is it that I do? You know, what am I saying to myself? What am I doing? What's my body doing? And practice that. Practice practice one until it, you can turn it on. Practice the next till you can turn it on. Practice the next till you can turn it on. So you've got a whole belt full of states and or emotions or, or feelings that you want to keep keep there. And, you know, look, some people, I challenge you, if you're thinking, oh, look, that's rubbish, you know, whatever, you just be happy when you're happy. I, I challenge you to just try it. Try it for a week. Practice one state for a week, whether it's happy or determined or or confident or whatever it is that you want to practice, but practice it for a week and see if it makes a difference. And I challenge you, well, I know it will make a difference. So I challenge you to do that if you think um, this may be not for you. Yeah. You know what? That That's absolutely humongous. But what if it doesn't work the first time? What if it doesn't work the second time? Uh, I don't know, but you know how like someone goes to the Olympics and they can do backflips? I'm pretty sure they couldn't do a backflip the first time either. They practice and practice and practice, and all of a sudden, they they you look at it and go, "Man, that looks so easy." That guy does it effortlessly. Yes. The same as with it's the same. Every person who's learned and grown and stepped up into an amazing place, it took an absolute ton of practice. 
It's not something where they just stepped up. They wanted to be the best pole vaulter or they wanted to, you know, be the best at shot put or whatever it is. They had to go out and they had to practice. They had to do it over and over and over thousands of times. Why is mastery considered 10,000 repetitions? Because that's really what it takes to get it into you to make it part of who you are. That's that level of mastery, 10,000 repetitions, doing it over and over and over. Look, any state, all you need to worry about is three things. And I'm going to change that language there, not worry about practice. Let's change that language to practice. Number one, what's the physiology? Look what Mick shared. He shared about just going and laughing for 20 seconds, 30 seconds or something. What are you doing? You're changing the physiology of your face. You're putting a smile on your face. You're changing the physiology of your body because, you know, you're, you know, chuckling away and all that sort of stuff. Number one, quickest way to change any state is to change your physiology, right? Change the physiology. That's the first part. Number two, what are you focusing on? Well, I'll tell you what, when you're laughing away, number one, first of all, you're focusing on laughing. You have to focus because you're not in a place where you want to laugh, but you're focusing on laughing. All of a sudden, your focus starts getting directed towards exactly that. Pretty soon, that becomes all-encompassing. That's where all of your focus is. And guess what? You start telling yourself the story. I'm having a great time. I'm having some fun. It's those three things. Number one, your physiology. Number two, that focus, where you're focusing that energy in. And number three, your story, right? Your language. What's the story you're telling yourself? Oh, I'm having a really shitty day. No, right? We've got some discongruency there. When you're laughing, and even if you've got to push yourself to laugh for those first 20 seconds, when you're doing that, you're literally changing everything. The quickest, fastest way to change any state, to interrupt any pattern, is to radically shift that positioning of your body. Shift that physiology. Change your physiology. Change your life. Right? It's an absolute fact. Next point. I'll let yeah, you take absolutely, this one. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. I think probably one, one tip, one strategy, one of the most powerful I don't know if this is common in Canada, but it is here. You ask somebody how they're going in the morning. Oh, yeah, not too bad. But I don't know about you, but I don't want to live my life at not too bad. I want to live my life at awesome or great. Or So I challenge you, the simplest story changes when someone asks, how are you going? Oh, I'm bloody good, mate. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm, you know, whatever is your language, that smallest little change of the story will, will change how you, it's reprogramming your mind that you are good. Because oh, I don't want to be just not bad. I want to be good, fantastic, outstanding. You know, and and that'll just be that'll be a huge shift. Yeah. What if you were right? What what if you simply made the choice because it's a choice? Look, I shared something here, and I share with all my clients. Um, clients come in to me, and quite often they'll be stressed. They're stressed that their business isn't going well. They're stressed. I'm like, well, why are you choosing to be stressed? Now this pisses some people off. I'm not going to lie, but I'll tell you what: that stress is a choice. When we choose to change it, when we choose to upgrade our language patterns. How am I going? I'm going fucking outstanding. Like, it's amazing. It's so incredibly awesome. Listen to those words, right? When you hear those words, it's not, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm average, right? I don't think any of us out here want to say that our lives, we're looking to live an average life. I have to believe, I truly absolutely have to believe that each and every one of us out here is looking to live that life of exceptionalness, why don't you say that? Why don't you start living it right now? Secret here, you don't have to wait. You really don't have to wait. You can go ahead and make that life, live that life right now. Because like you said earlier, Mick, that brain up there doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know the difference. Tell it, train it, take control of it, take command of it, and you'll change your life. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. And I want a little hack. If someone is really stressed and 
um, you would know this is to um, extend it out into the future, you know, like whatever it is that's stressing you out, oh, one of your key staff members is going to leave and, uh, you know, I'm stressing out, what am I going to do? How am I going to replace him? Uh, and you're telling yourself, I'm so stressed, I don't know how I'm ever going to replace him. A really good hack is to quickly change that mindset is to go, well, is this going to matter in a year? Yeah. Is it going to matter in five years when I've achieved my mission? Well, no, it's not because I will have hired the right person because I'm going to achieve my mission. Right. So how about we say, okay, sweet, I need to find a replacement for this or there's a replacement around the corner, let's advertise. And just that simple extending it out, you know, someone said to me, when I was stressed about something personal, is it, is it going to be on the front page of the news tomorrow? I'm like, well, no. Well, is it going to be on the front page of the news in a year? Well, of course not. But what, why are you beating yourself up into this level of stress over something that's even going to make the news? Just it's a trick your mind to put it into perspective, into a longer-term perspective, because things can seem really big in the moment but aren't that big in, in the long run, in the grand scheme of things, and it's a really good hack to uh, shift that mindset out of stress. That's a big one. How much is this really going to matter? Right. Prime example. Right. Again, it comes to it comes to that mindset and it comes to persistence in establishing a new standard. Let's bring it back. Though someone cuts someone off in traffic. Most common response, <laughs> most common response, someone's going to get pissed right away. But instead of focusing on all that stuff, right, break the habit, break the pattern, get into something new. It's like, you know what? That's no big deal. Right. Maybe that person, maybe there's a family emergency. Maybe they're not intentionally doing it to piss you off, right? Listen to that. We just change that story behind it. We radically change and alter the entire experience about it. Next point on here, uh, developing an attitude of persistence early on in life. Now, as young people, we may or may not. I mean, there's some really amazing, outstanding young people out there. And then there's some that maybe really don't understand. Developing that attitude of persistence earlier on in life your thoughts, your suggestions, and, and I suspect this is going to be a two-pronged fork here. What's your thoughts about doing that, bringing that on, developing it from a young age, and who can help us? Yeah, look, I, I, I'm a huge believer that this um, this has two, I suppose, it has two people that I think carry this responsibility, and first and foremost is people's parents um, or their guardians or whoever it is that's raising them, um, whether it's institutions, it doesn't matter whoever it is that's um, taking the responsibility on of raising you. It's about not letting you give up on things when they get tough and helping you to understand why you started it. Um, you know, they take on a sport and they say, oh, well, it's I don't want to play anymore. My friend doesn't play. Well, you've committed to start, so you need to finish, you know. And just developing that mindset of seeing things through, even if they get a bit challenging, um, taking on a musical instrument or doing things that are challenging um, that do take practice, that do take persistence. I think that is a huge uh, driver of grit. I learned the piano or the organ, sorry, when I was a kid. I was rubbish, but I was persistent. I did it for two years. I'm still no good at it, but I did it for two years and I persisted and I practiced um, as a kid. And that was something I'm grateful for because I was always said, you always finish what you start. You don't leave things unfinished if you start something for the season you play for the whole season no matter whether you enjoy it or not because you've committed um, and I think that's really big and then and the other side of that is the school system um, when kids start to go to school about encouraging that persistence and getting kids to finish things that they start and not letting them stop if they get a bit tough and challenging and that's I think they're the two key areas and that, that 
that responsibility falls. What are your thoughts, Jeremy? Absolutely. Well, before we get off of that, because that, that, there's something golden there. What's your thoughts on a ribbon or a medal for everyone? What's your thoughts on this? I know this is going to stir the pot. <laughs> Kids know who wins. Whether they get a ribbon or not, they come off and say, oh, I won that race. Yeah. So I don't see the point in giving everyone a, a participation medal. Hey, I'm, I'm a believer of giving everyone a first, second, third. Like, give them the, where they finish, first, second, third, fourth. And then you're a finisher race, no problem. But there needs to be a winner because there's a winner. There's winners in life, and yes. teaching kids at a young age that there's no winners um, is the wrong message. That's my belief. Yeah, I, I have the inherent belief that by you know everyone gets a ribbon. You you get a ribbon. You get a. I sound like Oprah, right? Everyone gets a ribbon. But here's the thing, right? Where does that teach you persistence? No matter what I do, I'm going to get something anyways. So I might as well sit on my ass and do nothing and reap the rewards at the end. Where does that actually ingrain and train persistence? My belief is that it doesn't. It's not giving that unfair advantage. That's really what it is. Look, we've got to lose to learn what it truly means to win. If you're taking quotes, that's a Jamie quote right there. We've got to learn how to lose (laughs) before we can truly appreciate what the win looks like. Right? I think that's gold. If I'm getting the partic- participation ribbon, it doesn't matter what I do. I can show up with 5%. I can show up with 95%. Yeah, maybe Buddy's ribbon's different color than mine. Maybe I get a yellow one and he gets a blue one, but who gives a shit? We're all getting ribbons. Doesn't really matter. Instead of doing that, let's really recognize and reward those people who have demonstrated a level of persistence. Mm. Because I'll tell you what, that person who's won, whether it's a foot race, whether it's whatever it is, that person who's, who's won the race is demonstrating something that each and every one of us needs to learn. They're showing what persistence is. They didn't stop. They trained. They took the action. They did everything that needed to be done to become the victor in whatever it is they were up against, whatever that challenge was. See, there's something really key yeah. about this. It shows us. It teaches us that. And the thought of, you know what? Don't worry about it. You'll, you'll, you'll get whatever. That's not setting us up for success. Because what happens in the real world, right? Uh, you know, both of us previously in our past lives, we worked for bosses. We did all those sort of things, right? If we just sat on our keisters and did absolutely nothing and surfed Facebook all day, right? Would we get the uh, awards that we were due? Would we get? No, we get our asses fired. That's real life. That's real world. Mm. There's no ribbon when you're getting fired. You might get a pink slip. But there's no ribbon <laughs> when you're getting fired. Absolutely. And you said something there. You don't know what it. Um, means to to win if you haven't haven't lost yet, or the, if everyone gets a participation. Anyone who's played in team sport, played in the grand final, that kind of thing. Once you've lost one, you come to the next one. You're ten times more determined to to win that because you know what it feels like to lose it. I can vouch for that because I've lost my fair share, but it, it made the ones that I won even more sweeter because I worked ten times harder to win those because I didn't want to be on the losing side of that again. And that's the, that's real life. There's a winner and there's a loser. In in you know, see so if I think training that from an early age that it takes determination and persistence and grit to to get to those wins, then I think that's that's something that's critical. Absolutely. Um, I'm I you know lately I've gotten into uh, Formula One F1 racing. I, I really kind of enjoy it there. Mm. I mean, for the longest time it was Ferrari. Ferrari was always at the top. And what happened? Mercedes came along. Mercedes came along, the team was just kicking ass, taking names, doing absolutely out freaking standing. 
But what's great is the other teams like Red Bull. Red Bull is one I want to pick on there because I think they're really doing awesome. And by the way, spoiler alert, if you haven't been watching F1 this year, I think uh, Red Bull is doing exceptionally well right now. I think, or at least for a while anyways, they were right out on top. They were kicking some serious ass. What's really great about this, though, is that's where persistence has come in. Red Bull didn't just say, well, you know what? We're just going to let Mercedes and Ferrari, you know, win all these races. We're just going to be okay with third place, fourth place, fifth place. No, they persevered. They stepped up. They did whatever it took. They made Mm. the small tweaks. Please hear this. They made the small changes. You talked about this earlier, Mick. 1% each day. You know, before you know it, you've achieved 100% increase in efficiency, in production, in whatever it is. This is what each and every person has had to do. They had to persevere. Because trust me, when you're out there, you're on the final lap, and you hit the wall and you lose it, you lose it. Trust me, there's nothing that you want to do more than just throw in the towel, throw in the hat, say, fuck it, I'm done. But the truth is, no, it's about getting back up. It's about facing that challenge, whatever it was, and moving beyond it, learning from the lessons. Debrief, we talked about that earlier on in the show. Debrief is key to that, right? What was our result? What's the reason we achieved what it is or didn't achieve what it is? What's the reason for this? And what's our response? What are we going to do about it? That's huge. That's absolutely freaking huge. This will Mm. inherently create a level of persistence. It will teach us exactly what to do so that we can go ahead and move forward on that constant, consistent basis. Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. That's it's massive. One of the one of the things on our on our list was um, about learning and keeping the brain active and, and reading books is a phenomenal way to do that. There's a number of good books out there on persistence on, on grit. There's one called Grit. I can't remember who wrote it, but I've I've read that and it's a phenomenal book about and strategies and tools and ways to just have that grit and can it be trained and learned and how to how to learn it if you don't have it. Um, Jamie mentioned another one before, Traction. Yeah, I haven't read that one, but it's it's again a, a brilliant book and gives you some strategies on how to keep that persistence and keep that yeah. momentum going. Absolutely, it's it, it's uncovering and discovering those areas where you can actually gain that traction in your business, not just simply give up, but to give you those tools and strategies. Another great book. Someone who really personifies what persistence is, David Goggins can't hurt me. Man, that dude knows about persistence, right? That dude, he, he, man, he faces challenges. He faces some of the worst stuff that he's ever faced in his life, and he's persevered through. You want tips? You want strategies? You want stuff? Just go do yourself a favor. Download it off Audible called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Uh, that'll change your life. Quite literally, That I don't and- say that a lot, but that book will change your life. Mick, any last thoughts before we wrap it up? No, other than uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it, Jamie. I'm eternally grateful. Um, and hope you have an outstanding weekend. I know I will. It's my uh, parents' 60th birthday party uh, tonight, so I'm going to enjoy the celebrations, and I'll see you next Saturday. Outstanding. We will see you all next Saturday. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the JBJ Podcast. I hope it helped give you some insights into the life and mindset of a successful entrepreneur and most importantly, how persistence plays a huge role in creating massive business success. If there are any questions that we didn't cover, don't hesitate to reach out on social media or email us directly at jamie at the jamiejpodcast.com. Till next time, stay tuned in for more content coming your way.